You're listening to Fantasy Tailgaters, the official podcast of the 186 in Amsterdam Fantasy Football League. Let's be great. Let's be great. Ahoy, and welcome back to the Fantasy Tailgaters podcast, the official podcast of the newly named Heights Fantasy Football League. It is so good to be back, Mr. Kamish. Um, I've missed you, I'll be honest. I, and I've missed you. There's a lot that's happened. You had a baby. I did. I did. Um, guys, thank God everyone's doing well. Guys, Josh is – Big Bear is taking a work call in the middle of the podcast <laughs> recording. I'm pretending to be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretending to be on the phone so that he can record this podcast during the work. It, it's fantastic. We're real professional about this. <laughs> Exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> you know, it's it's only been you know six weeks since we promised you the first episode. So, apartment six C is is right on time. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's the second episode, so that's pretty good progress. Yeah, two episodes in six weeks. You guys can expect another episode right before the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we've got a we've got a good show today. I wouldn't say it's it's great. It's probably a, a C plus level show um i'll take it i'll take it we have lots of extremely invaluable information i mean it's not valuable it's not invaluable as in like you need to know it it literally has no value yeah yeah you might get stupider just listening to this in in fact i can pretty much i can pretty much guarantee (laughs) that that's true Um, but before we get started, there's something I need to get out of the way because, you know, it's really been weighing on my mind since, since, since the preseason. Elon, dearest, sweetest <laughs> Elon, what, what a regretful decision you made to leave our league. The pain, the sorrow, the horror, all the fun stuff. Beginning after you leave and you feel a little left out, and you don't know how people are doing in the league. Boo hoo! <laughs> you should have trusted me and stayed in the league. I told you not to leave, and you insisted on leaving. And so this is what you get. You don't get to know what happened for the first six weeks. You'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> I mean, we, we are basically the best league ever, so. Yeah, I, I mean, and I have to tell you, I take particular pride in the fact that our puns make it to the Joel family group. <laughs> I, 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 like that, I like that Dickie J is, uh, is getting a kick out at, at, at of, at of the puns that I find on Reddit and repurpose and then send to our league. <laughs> don't tell people where you get them from. They can't I know. mean, I absolutely just funny. create them. I create them originally. I'm, I'm definitely that funny. Um, so this is actually going to be interesting. I don't know who our sponsor is this week because Josh and I are recording this about 20 minutes after y'all complained that we haven't put up a podcast since the beginning. So I'm going to hand it oh, over but, to but we Josh. Do have, we do have a sponsor. We do have a sponsor. Oh, you managed to pull one together. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. Um, this week is sponsored by 4HIMS. That's the number four. H-Y-M-S. Do you need your Psalms kick? Call 4HIMS. For your psalm today, what type of psalms am I getting? Are they are they King David or are they like like more Christian like Matthew New Testament psalms? Oh, it depends on the package that you get. You know, are are 
Are there like there's like inspirational. Packages? There's like to make you feel bad. There's like the kind that you people just mumble through. Oh, like the Slichot style hymns. Like yeah, the, exactly. here, here, I'm terrible and God is awesome hymns. Right. <laughs> oh, exactly. Those, those, those are my favorite hymns. <laughs> okay. Now that we have our sponsor, because, you know, if we didn't have our sponsor, Josh and I would not be able to do this podcast. But this is awesome because someone is actually coming into Josh's office as we're doing this. And he's pointing to the phone saying, I'm on the phone. No, this is really important. I just can't speak right now. No, no, no. Don't come in. Don't stop List coming priorities, in. Priorities, priorities, you know? I mean, guys, I was going to move on to the next segment, but that you watching Josh on video throughout this whole thing. You understand why the OU literally does nothing. Hey, 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 hey. We do a lot. Yes, you get paid by Coke. It's very important. <laughs> and we have how many former NCSY staffers in this league that can all attest to the fact that we did very little? <laughs> um, segment number three, and this is a really important one. Guys, trades, trades, trades. We've had none of them. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Why? I put him up. I put him up. I literally offered seven or eight trades already thus far this season. And you, the members of our dear league, you ignore them. You shoot them down. Is it personal? Maybe. I mean, here, here, here's an all honesty. Here's the thing. We had a whole segment planned around trades. It's called Trade Court. I want to use it. It's got, it's got the law and order. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's um, on us. Maybe we need to I mean, podcast I mean, more. I'm I'm in another league, and literally, there's trades every single day. There are teams that Josh, are you cheating? Don't even draft league? anymore. They're just totally new teams. Josh, are you cheating on our league? <laughs> no, I would never. But in that league, are you ready for this? Someone's trading Travis Kelsey for Le'Veon Bell, straight up. Le'Veon Bell still isn't reporting to camp. I know. He ha- he hasn't Le- spoken to the team yet. They're, they're letting it happen. I'm like, you guys are idiots. I think the funniest part of the whole thing is he's talking to beat reporters in, in Miami. I'm, I'm last place in that. So. Yeah, Josh in last place in the league. It's a thing that doesn't really happen ever. <laughs> My In that league, are you ready for this? I drafted Le'Veon Bell first. Okay. He's not playing. Devontae Freeman, IR. Jarek McKinnon, IR. Doug Baldwin didn't play for the first five weeks. That was my first four draft picks. It sounds like you did not do enough research. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I mean, the point the point is, besides for the fact that Josh sucks at drafting, the, the point is trades. So, yeah, let, let's, um, let's make some of those happens. And now on to our great segment. I'm going to make my own intro here because I think it would be awesome if we had an intro <laughs> like this, but I'm not willing to record it. <laughs> It's time for the power rankings. Power, power, power. <laughs> okay, so here's what's cool. I put together a really complex algorithm to pull out how our power rankings are working. We've got points of data around who played whom, how many points you've scored, how many points you've given up, injuries. All of those things are absolutely not included in the algorithm. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty much at this point, I, I, I put this together in, in 10 minutes and it's about how many points you've scored versus how many points you've given up. 
um, which I think is a good indicator of how hard your matchups have been. Um, and a good play and a good, you know, where, where do you currently stand in the season? And I think that our current standings do not reflect, um, do not reflect how good a team is. I agree. For, I agree for, with that. For example, I have given up the 10th most points in the league. I have had the least points scored against me out of any team, which is probably why I'm in first place. Right. Um, also, that I have a lot of points. But also, you know, if you think about it, I have the 10th most points scored in the league, and I'm 4-2. and two. So that doesn't really say much for me, other than I can beat Yemen. I don't think, I don't know who you have as number one. I don't think you're number one, though. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I actually have Yemen. Yeah, me too. Hey. Oh, good. You. Oh, yeah. In Josh's in Josh's power rankings of of the number of the first overall power ranking is number one. He has Yemen. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. I have Yemen. So I'm curious to why you think so. Okay. So here here's what it is. He's he has the most points in the league, which is obviously a clear indicator. He's three right. and th- he's three and three, which you know puts him tied with a whole bunch of other teams in the three and three category, but he's got the most points in the league and he has the third most points against him. Now, one of those weeks was where I slaughtered him despite the, yeah, fact you that did he, that he still put up an insane amount of points. I put up a more insane number of points. Um, he's, he's on a three game win streak right now. Yeah, th- th- that's important. And, and I think he's got, he's got momentum for, for all that matters in fantasy football. Um, right. No, but you know what? You know what he does have also, which I found this interesting. Benjamin has the highest win margin, average, the highest win average margin. You, he's scoring a lot of points. Where are you pulling that from? I am. I can't tell you all my secrets. I think you're making it up, though. No, his his average margin of victory is fifty three point seven five points. Well, I'll tell you this: there's a new thing here called ratings and levels. And yeah, that has to do with your overall, like how long you've been in the league, your overall yeah. stuff. Well, Benjamin's a bronze, so <laughs> I'm trying to find where you're pulling this information out of your ass from. No, I'm not telling you. I, <laughs> I really, I have all the commissioner tools. How is it in the stat tracker? Is there a whole thing? Oh, no, that's the Game Channel Live thing. I don't know how this works, to be honest, guys. <laughs> I think what we're finding out here is, as I'm commissioner, I really don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, yeah, I have Yamin as as number one. Um, and a very close behind him, I have Rafi at number two. Ooh, interesting. He's, interesting. Pretty, much, he's pretty much in the same situation as Yamin, except he has a better record. Um, he has the second most... He has the third most points in the league and the fourth most points against. Um, so it kind of gives you that indication of like Rafi's also had some pretty intense matchups. You know, he's, he's not in, you know, the situation of say, for example, Esco who, yes, he's had the most points in the league against him, but he's had eighth most points for, it's not like he's really putting up a fight. Esco, this is where right. you accept the trades that I send you. <laughs> this Esco is, this is it. Largest. Largest average margin of defeat at 43.54 points. So, And no. 
ESCO has the hardest schedule going forward, the weekly average schedule. If you take all the statistics, Adam, what is happening here? How the (laughs) hell do you know this? ESCO, ESCO has, and you know what, Berg? So Rafi's number two, do you at number three? I found it. You, you're just looking (laughs) at these stupid recaps that get sent out. (laughs) I think you're number three too. But you, it's interesting, you, your team, Berg, you have the easiest schedule going forward. Yeah, so. because I'm baller like that. Like, that, that's, that's where I become great. I just set it up. I think Josh froze on me. And I think what's happening is the reason you're not hearing Josh, and he's probably been speaking this whole time, which is excellent. I'm using hotel Wi-Fi. And Josh, yeah, yeah, the connection was lost. Did it? Yeah, so we're going to edit this back together because we lost each other on the call, and I have no idea where. So you guys are going to get a really poorly edited podcast this week. <laughs> and that's the awesome part. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have myself at number three, and I think you have me at, at number three. I have you number three. The most, inter- most interesting stat I have about your team, Berg, is that you are averaging the most touchdowns a week, with seven touchdowns a week amongst your players. So. Yeah, because they show up for me. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, I, I, I'm not as confident as you. Um, Freaking, I think it's this league. Not that I would ever have another league, but this Cooper Cup injury is going to kill me. Um, he's, he's out with an MCL. I mean, that means he has one. Um, which... <laughs> And it's not where he wants it to be. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, he's just been having monster week after monster week. Right. And they, Calvin Ridley's been a letdown since I picked him up. But, you know, the Tyreek Hill's been fantastic. Todd Gurley's great. Philip Lindsay is a godsend of a wire waiver pickup. Um, <laughs> waiver wire pickup. It, it's just, yeah. It is what it is, but I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not as confident as you are that I'll remain at number three um, just because I, I, I feel like I'm going to get hit by the injury bug and the bye week bug, but we'll see, uh, see what happens there. Right. Um, number four, I've got Drew. Um, I think in the standings, he's, if I, if number I go six. back, he's number he's six. six. Yeah. Right. But, um, I have him ahead of, of some of the teams in front of him, including yours, Josh, just again, because of how many points, you know, he's scored. He's got the fourth most points scored and the sixth most points scored against. He's had, you know, uh, he's, he's put up a lot, but you know, he's also, he's also uh, scored a whole bunch. He's still a dangerous team. And despite the fact that he's drew, uh, he's good at fantasy football. He's just something right. you got to keep an eye, an eye out for. He is a former champion of this league. <laughs> for for the for the stack correction. <laughs> yeah, listen. However, you got to win it. You win it. But he is a former champion. He does have dust boot. Um, <laughs> and so I'm 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 keeping an eye out for him. Um, at number five, I have you, Josh. I was actually disappointed. I thought you were going to win this week. I was really hoping you would, so that it could be me and you up at the top. I know, I know. I, you know, I have two disappointing weeks in a row. It happens. Does it though? 
does it happen to <laughs> everyone or just to you? Yeah, just I gotta trade more. I think that's the answer. Well, maybe if Esco freaking checked his emails and responded to trades, <laughs> he he would be doing better. Um, following Josh, uh, I've got I've got Elio. Um, again, he's he's got the fifth most points scored for. It's the only you know it's why he's up there at number six, but the eighth most points against. And that what that says to me is, listen, it, it won't hold out if you continue to you know. You need to start putting up point, points because as the season goes on, people will get injured. Other people have your will have your handcuffs. They'll they'll pick up you know your backups before you get to, and and it just might not last. Um, you know, it's the only reason why he's in the bottom half. But you know, I think in terms of standings, he's he's doing pretty well. In terms of standings, he's in third place. So he's got right. he's I mean, got some push. He has some studs on his team that are really you know Tevin Coleman who. No one could have predicted what happened to Devontae Freeman, so that he, you know, he's really stepping up. And James White's becoming a stud in fantasy. Yeah, in New but I'll, I'll throw it back at you. I don't believe Tevin Coleman is going to hold on to that starting spot. I think Edo Smith is going to take it from him. Yeah, that could be. You're right. You're right. And then that's why I think you ranked him lower because you're not confident in his team necessarily. Yeah. Um, you know, then following Leo, we have Esco. Um, you know, he, he, he named his team luck hunt <laughs> and I think he's having just about as much luck as Andrew luck. Um, <laughs> he's, you know, it's just one of those where his defense is terrible. He's given up a ton of points. Um, he's given up actually the most points and he scored some of the least points. I, you know, he, he, he averages the least amount of touchdowns a week at like 3.66 or something. So Yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't know where you're pulling these from. <laughs> I do heavy analysis on the games every week, so. I guess that's, I think you've just been saving information that I haven't even been looking at. <laughs> um, no, I look, I'm looking at his, at his team and he's, he's got some players. I mean, he's been bit by the injury bug for Nets, you know, just been killing him ty hasn't been producing as much as he should be i mean hunt also has been disappointing crowell is nice sometimes but you really never know what you're going to get out of the jets offense john brown started out really hot now willie sneed is the receiver of baltimore Diggs is playing second fiddle to Thielen, and he's still putting up points um <laughs> you know but if i take a look at, at the players who are on um Esco's team in terms of the percentage of people that are starting them he's got four four players starting this week who are above 50 percent and you look at the rest of that i mean maybe it's a little bit above that evan ingram also being out for this long has hurt him but again you're relying on a giants offense that's being destroyed by eli manning and his inability to make a pass so it's esco's in a tough spot yeah, and, and just to you know, just to review again, he has the hardest schedule going forward, so it's going to be tough for him to try to climb into a playoff spot. I have faith in him. It's Esco. <laughs> he's he's pulled it out before. That's true. Um, right, right uh, behind Esco. Um, I don't know why I did it like this, but I, I it's I've got Kansas, and to me, the bottom three are all kind of in the same tier. Um. I've got I've got Kansas here and and this is you know disappointing. This is also a a former stud in our league, 
not really putting up points and, and giving up a whole ton. You know, I'm not sure if he's been – I'm taking a look at his lineup now. Um, I mean, he started 2-1, and one and he's on a, a three-game losing streak, so that, 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 you know, that hurts. Yeah, and I'm trying to see, you know, has he been bitten by the injury bug? And, it, you know, it seems – yeah, I guess David Johnson playing with a broken back hasn't, right. been, great, ha- hasn't been great. Um, you know, he's got Jamal Charles sitting on his bench, so I'm thinking he's betting against T.J. Yeldon and Fournette, Carrion Johnson. That's just the KC pride. That's the KC pride right there. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, he's got Jamal. He's got you know Jack Doyle, who's been unfortunately you know a tight end who should have been okay, but he's got Gronk, who also just didn't show up for the first few weeks. Um, he's got Carrion Johnson, who a lot of people are betting for. He's apparently favoring Carlos Hyde and his 2.9 yards per carry. You know, above Carrion Johnson, who's just handcuffed by Legarrette Blunt and the inability of Detroit to recognize who their good running backs are. So this is an interesting team. I think he's got the pieces there. It's just they're not showing up for him, and Crabtree's kind of just disappeared behind Willie Sneed in that offense. Golden Tate, yeah, he does what Golden Tate does. But Chris Hogan's been a disappointment. Um, Eckler's been a nice surprise, but he's never going to overtake Melvin Gordon. It's it's just it's um I like his team that's to to be honest I just don't uh, they're not performing yeah and I think that's kind of been the story in the NFL this entire season <laughs> right I think I said this to you this is one of the weirdest fantasy years that I've been involved in it just doesn't make sense to me but right. you know I know Ophi um I, I I have Ophi in ninth you know he's doesn't he has the least points in the league but you know, he's also not the least points against, you know? He's, right, but you have a correction. I said before that Esco is averaging the least amount of touchdowns a week. It's really not him. It's really Ophi. Ophi's averaging the least amount of touchdowns and the least amount of passing yards a week. So obviously, they know that's reflected in his in his record. Yeah, but he's starting Cam Newton. And Cam Newton's thing is, listen, I'm not going to put up a ton of passing yards, but I'll make up for those points on passing yards with uh, with rushing touchdowns. Right. Um, I think part of it is that he seems to be all in on the Carolina offense, which hasn't been <laughs> prolific. He's got Cam Newton, Devin Funchess, and Mr. Mc- Christian McCaffrey himself. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's a lot. It's just a lot of Carolina, and Carolina's offense hasn't been great. And he's also been kind of waiting for Doug Baldwin to come back. Um, who, Ophi, if you listen to this, Doug Baldwin is on a bye this week. Should, um, hey, no helping, no helping. He's in last place. I don't want to have a taco. He's not in last place in your power rankings. That's true. Um, he's also he's also sitting on Lev Bell. Um, you know, and that'll that'll help him. For some reason, he's still holding on to Jimmy G, who is um, <laughs> on injured reserve. He's not coming back. That that's <laughs> the point. So yeah, Ofi. You know, take care of your team, man. You'll uh, you'll climb up. And then in in last place, I have I have Nacho himself. Um, I call him Nacho because he's the Nacho of our league, which is similar to the Taco, except he smokes a lot less pot. <laughs> he's um, you know, Nachum is averaging the least amount of rushing yards a week. 
Um, not crazy looking at his running backs. Yeah. Running backs are more effect, you know, efficient, you know, not so many touches, but a lot of maybe touchdowns and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at AP, AP will be a lot more valuable actually now that Chris Thompson is, is facing his own troubles, but TJ Yeldon is a nice patch until Fournette gets back. Then he's kind of relying on Lamar Miller, who's just a, Overall, he's going to be taken over by Deonta Foreman um, as the league goes on. And then he's got Naeem Hines, who's who's getting the work um, in front of Marlon Mack. He's getting the snaps in front of Marlon Mack. He's got a much higher snap percentage. Now it's just a matter of Indianapolis figuring out how to use their run game. He's got Greg Olson, who's finally back now. That'll be a nice little pickup for him. Um, you know, it's, it's also Julio Jones just not performing at all this season is, has been, you know, kind of killer. He's just not the touchdown machine that he used to be. I guess last week, he seems to be like it's, you know, it's an every other week thing with, with, uh, with Julio, which is not classic Julio. So it's uh, a little weird there. Um, but it'll be, I, it's, it's also, you know, I think Nahum is, uh, he's suffering from some sentimentality that's happening on his bench and he's had Des there the entire season. That's a valuable bench spot, man. Give up. Des has. So I think it's time to, uh, oh no. Did I lose Josh again? I'm here, I'm here. Are you back? You got, you back? I got him. I'm here. Um, yeah, I was saying, Nachum is suffering from the, uh, from the bug of sentimentality. Uh, he's got I lost Des sitting I on his bench. Nope. Yeah, no, he he still got Dez sitting on his bench, right, and that, right, that's right. I agree. Dez gave up. You should give up on him. You know that that that's it. So there's your power rankings. Um, you know, I hope Yaman makes that comeback. We all think he's gonna make, and I hope Nachum uh, figures things out because that'll be important. Could I could I tell you who my matchup of the week is coming into this week? Yes, I think it's gonna it's gonna be Olich versus Binyamin. That's the matchup of the week. I think that's a fantastic matchup because that that's really gonna tell you maybe the playoff picture moving on because that's a big game between the two. Yeah, I mean we're still very early on in the season, but now is that point where you sit there and go, you know, if you're if you the good thing I'm actually really pleasantly surprised that we don't have like a five and one six and zero team. There is no clear front runner. Um, in our league right now, everyone's still got a chance at the playoffs. Right. Uh, so uh, it's a, this is a, this is one of our better years. It's fun, I think. Do you enjoy fantasy football, Big Bear? And I I know because when the Bears lose, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you can't be upset about Mitch Trubisky. No, I'm upset that they lost the the Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Apparently he's good in Miami. <laughs> um, so Josh and I have a uh, sorry, Big Bear and I have a new segment we like to you know we'd like to roll out to you guys. Uh, we call it the Everyday Draft. It's um yeah we're 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 gonna draft everyday items. This is a fantasy football league. We all love drafts. And we're going to draft everyday items, and then we'll uh, kind of let you guys choose which of us has a better teams. Uh, <laughs> th- 
This, this week's topic is chocolate bars. So we're going to do a four-round draft. Um, the, the rules for, for this week are it needs to be chocolate. I wonder if Josh is typing. I can't see him. We turned off the video so we wouldn't lose each other. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. But I think Josh is typing. And that would be the things that you're hearing in the background. The click. Oh, sorry. Because jo- Josh is messaging something because he's at work. Ooh, buzzy buzz. Josh got a message. I wonder if it's yet. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. I, I thought it might be. Um, so this is how we're, we're going to do a four-round draft. Um, we're going to draft our favorite chocolate bars. So chocolate bars are anything um, that chocolate bars do not include a mini, right? So, or, or in a candy coating. So for today's draft, there's no Reese's Pieces, no M&Ms, none of those guys. This is pure Good old-fashioned, it comes in a package. The package is crinkly, it's generally shiny, and you get it by the checkout at the supermarket. Those types of chocolate bars, we all know what it is. Since this is our first everyday draft, I'll be a gentleman. Big Bear, you have first overall pick. Oh, um, I'm going to have to go with a classic here and go with the Nestle Crunch Bar. Okay, so it's first, first is the Nestle Crunch Interesting. Yeah, I never, I never really got behind a Nestle Crunch. Oh, you don't know what you're missing then. I mean, I, I, I've had it. I'm not missing on it. I just don't uh, think it's that great a chocolate bar. <laughs> who, who are you um, going with? You know, there are certain chocolate bars that there's really just that there's no wrong way to eat it, <laughs> and there is not any better bar that there is no wrong way to eat. Then a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm. It is delicious. Is it peanut butter? It is peanut buttery. It is chocolatey. Your fingers will be covered in chocolate afterwards. And then you get to lick it off. <laughs> if you're smart, you refrigerate or you freeze them. It's it's just, it's it's the all-in-one chocolate bar. You get, you get peanut butter, chocolate. It's fantastic. I, don't, I think everyone loves it. You know what? That's a solid pick. So, I'm going to go a little bit more solid than that. With my second pick. By the way, Big Bear, you should write these down. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I it's don't have a paper pick. in front of me. Right? Are we doing draft rolls? Yeah, we're going to go snake draft. Okay. And by the way, for those who want to join in, if we want to do a three-person draft, you want to join in on one of these drafts, let us know. Shoot us a message. We'll have a guest in. <laughs> we're not against it. We're, we're not exclusive like that. All right, who's your second um, one? So my second pick is... Um, I'm not going for, for, for the brown chocolate. I think I've got a brown chocolate. I'm going to jump early on the white chocolate category. And uh, I'm going to stay in the Hershey's family. And I'm going to go with cookies and cream. Oh, that's a great one. It's a great – it just – it hits the spot. I think that gives me you know pretty well-rounded first two rounds. You know, I got I got my rich and creamy – with the cookies and cream, and, I, and I've, got, I've got my just delicious and savory with my peanut butter cup. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one. Do I pick two in a row now? Yeah, that's how this works. Yeah, now you pick two. In a row. <laughs> I'm gonna go with one that every time I see it, and every one of you sees it, you probably grab it first thing, especially when you see it at full size bar. I'm gonna go with the crackle. I've never had a crackle in my life. What? They're amazing. I've never, I've never had oh, a crackle so before. 
So I, I can't really come out against it. I'm sure it's delicious. I've, I've just never had it. My second one I'm going to go with um, is, this is round three. My second one I'm going to go with, this is a little bit out of the box. Not many of you like it, but if you do, it's amazing. I'm going to go with Almond Joy. Okay. Interesting. See, I don't love the nut bars. Mm, it's the coconut. Oh, it's so good. Is it? I feel like coconut is just a bad thing with chocolate. Like, You see those coconut cakes in the bakery and or like at a bar mitzvah or a wedding, and you go, why? Why, why did you put coconut in there? <laughs> that doesn't belong. Oh, I love it. Why would it belong on a chocolate bar? Especially it's called Almond Joy. It's not called Coconut Joy. <laughs> if it was Coconut Joy, then call it freaking Coconut Joy. Uh, it gives you know me bliss. I mean? hey, you know, I, I get that. Bliss is important. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess it's my pick. I'm going to go with a cookie bar here because I don't really have a bar with a wafer inside it. And, and that's important. And, and I think um, they're doing some great advertising right now. And, and I think the correct answer is both left and right. <laughs> and I'm going to go with a twist. Solid. It's caramel, wafery, cookity, cookity. Cookity is a word. <laughs> wafery, cookity, goodness. I, I'm going to go with Twix. And then rounding things out for my fourth pick. See, this is hard. Because I can, I can go crowd pleaser. And I can I can take one bar, but it's not something that I like, uh, and it's not something that I would want on my. No, team. it's got. Now I'm gonna stick. Gotta be one that you like. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my morals here. And it, you can't really get them in the U.S. I mean, you can get them in the U.S., but they're one of those like imported Israeli chocolates. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Pop Rocks chocolate. Oh. It's from one of those like. Weird Israeli brands. Yeah. It's white chocolate. It's got Pop Rocks in it. My mouth goes all tingly. And it <laughs> makes me feel special. And that's really important. I like it. I like it. Okay, you ready for my last pick of the draft? I'm really I'm excited for This it. is coming out of left field, but if you've ever had it, it's probably one of the best candy bars you can have. The whatchamacallit. Oh, that's such a good chocolate it. bar. I love it. It's so good. That's a really good pick. Sleeper. Yeah. Sleeper. Still the draft right there. Done. Steal won the championship. The, the candy bar championship. Well, I don't think you won. I mean, I'm fairly certain I have a really strong team. <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, Cookies and Cream, Twix, and Pop Rocks. You know, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. And then jo Josh, want to give us your team? My team was the Nestle Crunch, the Crackle, the Almond Joy, and the Whatchamacallit. You see, it's interesting. I'd love to see where where the league votes. You know, if you, you give us, you know, tell us if, if you thought the commission one or if you thought Big Bear one. Put it up in the WhatsApp group. Please, um, please let us and know. We'll, yeah, we know you listen to it because we see the stats. <laughs> I mean, even if you're ESCO. I know I'm going to make this. This is the ESCO bashing podcast. It's not, it's not the, no, I don't like it's that. not I don't our like fantasy that. league. Podcast. Well, here's the thing. 
Esco is the most active, inactive person in terms of, like, he will do everything he has to. He just won't talk to anyone. And so I'm going to call him out because he doesn't participate in our stupid group chats. As the man who spends the most time on Reddit, I feel like he's got the punniest <laughs> of all of the things that he doesn't share. And I want him to share. Esco, we miss you. So it's you. not that we're bashing. It's that we want to encourage him to be more active. That's all. Yeah. Be more active, Esco. Be more like Rafi. Um, yeah, that that's our everyday draft. I'm pretty proud. I think we did well. First draft down. I love it. All right. So we're coming to the end of the episode because Josh apparently has to go to work or home. <laughs> Probably more home. Because he's got three kids now. Too many. Also tell Yehuda to come visit me because I miss him. <laughs> and he's my best friend. Um, so at, as we do at the end of every episode, we uh, we let Big Bear give us his big bad dad joke. And since he probably doesn't have one prepared, it'll be worse than usual. <laughs> How do you know I don't have one prepared? And the truth is you always have one prepared. I, yeah. Also, we have produ- also we have production notes. That's what we have. What? Also, we have like a production sheet where we put like our content, and you didn't put anything. Right. Well, you know, I'll be honest, um, Kamish. You know, I was gonna tell a joke about a pizza, but it's a little cheesy. Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh god! That's <laughs> you're. You're way too entertained. Buddy. Yeah, that's really bad. It's really bad. Oh wait, wait, wait! Before before we go, just some trivia about history. Um, who invented King Arthur's Round Table? Sir Cumference. <laughs> oh, you you managed to sneak a second one in there. That was you, you got me because I thought you were going to give us an actual piece of trivia. Yeah, and that's that's my fault. That's my fault. So, you know, I think, you know, as we start to impart information on people, I want to, you know, kind of give our show a recap. And so, Big Bear, what did you learn today from our show? What new piece of information did you learn that you didn't know before? Uh, That we can do a show with about 10-minute warning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say I learned that there's a chocolate bar called Crackle. (laughs) And it doesn't include it doesn't include snap or pop, no, which is no. weird to me. So with with that, you know, Big Bear's become a little smarter. I've become smarter, and you all just got a little bit. <laughs> so I love that. That's, that's, concludes, that's how we should end every show. Yeah, that, that's how, that's that's the new show yeah. ending. We we've become smarter. They all got dumb. <laughs> And uh, with the phone ringing in in the background, because this person just will not leave Big Bear alone, (laughs) um, we're going to conclude this awful rendition of the Fantasy Tailgaters podcast. I mean, we've really been great, haven't we? Oh, we've been amazing. Yeah, we're kind of great. (laughs) All right, signing off. (laughs) Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Tailgaters Podcast. It's my favorite podcast. They've really been great, haven't they?